Hi everyone, it's Roger here from what's on at DisneyPlus.com. It's Wednesday, it's time for a quick Disney Plus News Roundup. We're going to be doing a bit of an update on ESPN internationally. I'm going to be talking about the whole Apple Disney thing that's going on right now and also sharing my thoughts on what's new on Disney Plus today. But before we go any further, make sure you do hit that subscribe button to keep up with the latest Disney Plus news. Okay, so let's start off with talking about ESPN because it was announced yesterday here in the UK and across Europe, the Middle East and Africa that ESPN Player is going to be closing down on the 18th of August. Now, um, ESPN Player is kind of like a very light version of ESPN Plus, and it basically is something I've been expecting to close for a long time because it has been run by Endeavor Streaming. It's been around for a while, but they haven't updated the app in a while. You literally, the only way you could watch it was on your phone or a tablet. You couldn't watch it on your smart TV or your console. I wanted to watch the XFL um, for the new season. I was trying to find it on my Apple TV, couldn't use it, PlayStation, Samsung TV, none of it could work. So in the end, didn't bother because I just couldn't watch it. I wasn't going to watch it on my little screen. Didn't see the point. But this has been kind of building for a while of like, you know, expecting them to do something because the app wasn't really being updated very much. The social media sometimes wasn't being updated. And so now they have announced that it is going to be closing on this date. Um, they put up a post basically kind of giving a list of where you can watch some of the new content that they've got on ESPN. Um, like the sort of the ice hockey and also like the baseball are going back to their main um, US companies. Obviously, so you can go through their own systems, so paying them individually. Some of the sports like um, the college stuff has been going on to um, some other linear channels in different countries. They've kind of got a list of every country it's going to. Nothing for the UK in that list, which was a little bit confusing. Now, there was kind of this idea of like, what were they going to do with ESPN Player? Were they eventually going to close it down and maybe make ESPN Plus and like add it in as an add-on on Disney Plus um, internationally? But I think all of that is pretty much gone now and it looks like they're just kind of either giving licensing back so they don't have to spend any money on it or licensing out to other platforms because if they were moving it into Disney Plus, that would have been the announcement. That would have been, you know, they would want to be trying to get their customers to move on to the new platform rather than saying, oh, here's where you can get refunded and where you can subscribe other places to watch your content. That's definitely not usually how these kind of things go. In line with that, um, it was also announced um, overnight that in Australia, Disney has signed a new deal with Foxtel to extend the ESPN content going on to Foxtel um, systems in Australia. So therefore, you pretty much now mean that they are not planning on doing an ESPN Plus globally because literally overnight we've had the Australia, um, Africa, the Middle East, and Europe have just been basically just stopped with all that. So it doesn't look like this is going to be the plan for ESPN. This follows on from Bob Iger's comments last week about the um, Disney trying to find um, another buyer to kind of join it on with them with ESPN to offset some of the costs, etc. And obviously they want to make a big digital um, platform and they're planning on launching that in a few years. But it looks like internationally they've kind of really pulling back on this. I know ESPN is um, a big thing for sports in the US, but here in the UK it was very much a smaller play. It was available on other platforms because literally yesterday BT Sport, which is where ESPN stuff used to to live as well um, that got merged into TNT Sport which is now under Warner Brothers so whether or not there's an announcement coming soon for some of this content we don't yet know yet where um, some of the ESPN content will go for example like here in the UK will we get the 30 for 30 documentaries the new ones coming in and other films coming from ESPN or will they be sold off somewhere else it's all very iffy right now same thing with Australia. He did state in the press release for Australia that they would be getting access to 3030. They already have some on Disney Plus in Australia. 
but whether or not that um, impacts on future releases, we're just gonna have to wait and see. But it definitely looks like pretty much in most of the world, they've just kind of, in some ways, just kind of said like, yeah, we're not gonna be getting in on sports and spending money on this. They spend a lot of money on sports, actually in the US, about a third of the content that they spend on is sports. It's very expensive, but it looks like internationally, they've kind of dropped out of it. And in some ways, like now we've kind of got um, like the NFL have recently signed a deal with um, Daz for the UK and they're all kind of launching their own international streaming services because ultimately as well this is the kind of the thing with the US sports they don't sometimes necessarily go out so well internationally and I you know you've got to look at it yeah um, it's just very strange but we're definitely at a point now where you're kind of looking at it and go yeah Disney are not doesn't look like they're going for ESPN plus globally or at least not in most of the world because of all the announcements that have been made overnight. So yeah, like I said, it, had they been planning it, that would have been the announcement on the front of the page to keep the customers, to keep them subscribed and to move them over, rather than just basically going, oh, go, go here, go there, go here. So yeah, so that's an update on ESPN internationally and pretty much sets, I think, the, the idea of where the sports is, but things could change, things could announce, but yeah, between that and Australia, I think that's kind of sort of stopped a lot of the ESPN sort of rollout internationally. So let's shift gears now and talk about what's new on Disney Plus today because there's been some great new content released. So we've got a new episode of Secret Invasion. I'm going to get into that one in a little bit more. Um, also, we got um, a kind of a unexpected release and it was assembled the making of Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. No big announcement on this one. Um, very little with Jonathan Majors in there. There was like one little bit of him talking. You could see him throughout the, through it. I did watch it this first thing but he's not in it a huge amount. It's about 50 minutes long. If you like the making of documentaries, check it out. If you like the previous assembles, I always like watching it. You definitely learn some things. There's some great footage here where we get to see the um, actress who played um, Ant-Man's daughter actually did, I can't remember her name, Catherine something. She actually tried out and did some screen tests with Jeremy Renner to play Kate Bishop in the Hawkeye series. So that was, I thought that was quite interesting seeing that. Um, and also shows that they do this quite a bit with Marvel where they um, will bring characters and sort of actors and stuff that they try out for other things and put them into other roles. Um, yeah, like uh, Tom Hiddleston actually was going to originally, he tried out to be four, but they ended up turning him into Loki. So that, this happens quite a bit. Pretty good documentary if you like these kind of things. It's just They didn't really advertise it. I think they kind of wanted to sweep this one under the rug and just kind of get it out there. Down in Australia and New Zealand, they got the first two episodes of Justified City Primeval. That is on Hulu in the United States and on FX in Canada as well. Um, now, I actually just started watching the original Justified series in the last week. Um, it's not out here in the UK until the uh, beginning of September when the entire series has been released on Hulu and FX in um, the US and Canada. It's kind of one of the awkward things that we get with FX. So I'm hoping by the time the new series arrives, I'm going to be fully caught up. So um, that's going to be a big hit. So also another big, big new release today from FX was the second season of The Bear. So this was released on Disney Plus around the world, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, here in the UK. Obviously it's already been out on Hulu in the United States. Um, I have got to watch about half of the series. I'm gonna watch the other half coming up, um, watching it in advance. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed this show. I loved the first season. The second season, a little bit different with them kind of still kind of trying to build uh, a new restaurant and the issues that come with it. And as someone that used to have um, a cafe and, and when you have reconstruction and you've got to basically close down and I completely felt all of this because I've, I've been through that and lived through that experience. So definitely felt with that one. And just seeing them kind of going off and just and growing 
It's kind of weird they call this a comedy in the Emmys. I don't really think of it as a, it's not really funny, but I, I really enjoy the show. It's a fantastic show. If you haven't checked out The Bear, check it out. Disney have been really promoting it a lot here in the UK. It's all over TV, all over the radio, um, all over the internet. They are really pushing The Bear as a big one, why it's been trending again here in the UK because of all the promotion. So yeah, so, and if you're in the US, you can watch it on Hulu. But yeah, this is definitely one of the big shows for the summer, so definitely would recommend that one. Okay, let's now talk about Secret Invasion, the latest episode. So, spoiler warning, so if you haven't seen it, just skip ahead. Um, yeah, I thought this was another great episode. There is nothing better than on a Wednesday morning, sitting there just after 8 p.m. Um, in the morning, cup of tea, little, some toast, and sit down and watch the latest episode of a Marvel show. Love this one, lots of kind of, just really, as you would expect with the penultimate episode, very much setting up where we're gonna be going. Probably there's going to be setting up little things with Avengers and basically Nick Fury and Gravis coming are going to be coming together to, for some big fight at the end, I suspect. And yeah, uh, it just plenty of action and stuff in this one. Um, I wouldn't really say there was any major surprises in this one in the same way that there was last time. And it's all about really just um, Gravis just trying to set up a a war between the Russia and the US and just Nick Fury trying to stop it all. Um, yeah, just I just love this whole I mean, there's a great thing as well set in the uh, the scroll camp as well, which it was nice seeing some of them kind of fighting back against their own because they don't agree with what's going on. But solid episode, really nicely setting up with this. Olivia Coleman in this is fantastic. I love her every time she's on the screen. She's just this just crazy British woman. I love it. It's just great. I, I think she's such a great character. But yeah, definitely, if you haven't checked the show out, do do, do so. Um, obviously, the first five episodes are on there. The finale drops next week. And I think this is all going to just set up moving into the Marvels, which comes out in November. And we kind of know Nick Fury has to do something because we know he's going to at least make it, I would imagine, because he's in the Marvel. So, but yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the finale. I think it, I've really, really been enjoying the show. It just feels a little bit short. It, it kind of feels like it's just got going now and then it's coming to an end. But yeah, let us know. Are you watching Secret Invasion? Let us know in the comments below. Moving on to our question of the day. Now, this one is one um, that I've actually, we've had about three or four times. So I, and I've been seeing it all over the internet and I thought, right, okay, let's just jump into it and have a little bit of a discussion here about the whole rumor of Apple and Disney because um, last week during Bob Iger's uh, interview on CNBC, he spoke about the idea of trying to find a strategic partner for ESPN to come on board, um, which could be Apple. He did actually talk about Apple with their new device system. He spoke about selling off their linear networks, which include like linear channels like um, ABC, Freeform, Disney Channel, Nat Geo. Now, some, there's been a little bit of confusion of that. He said he likes the content and he wants to keep, and this, so that would basically mean keep the studios, but just doesn't necessarily, he doesn't view that the linear networks, the, the traditional channels, are a way now of making money and those looking to try and sell some of them on. He's been doing it internationally, they've been closing down channels, and I suspect we're going to see more channels closing. You know, they're looking at some options in India as well, where they have about 80 channels. So things are changing with linear. And with that, there's been this whole explosion on the internet 
about the idea that Apple are going to buy Disney. Now, this has been rumoured for years and it just keeps floating around because basically Apple have got loads of money and Disney's stock is dropping. You know, it didn't react very well to the news coming out of last week with what he talked about. Obviously, with the strikes, the studios are all, um, you know, there's a problem, you know, with all of that and it's causing issues for the stock market. And so there's just been this big thing. Um, over the weekend, there was an article on Bloomberg where they were talking about what they were saying in the CBN one and in there it said oh and there's a rumor of you know and there's that rumor of Apple buying Disney and that was it and then suddenly a whole host of sites and stuff then just ran on the idea that um, oh Apple might buy Disney or did Bob Iger trying to sell Disney it's like that's not he didn't say any of that on the interview it was a, you know and it's literally just this rumor that just keeps floating around it's like me I could now turn around and just say I don't know Amazon are looking to buy Netflix or you know something like that and suddenly then it just grows up it it's there is like that the you know these rumors are just keep floating and floating around and you know the articles keep floating around and then it just it's like a self prophecy of it just kind of keep going around the simple thing is i seriously doubt apple could buy disney because i don't think the governments would allow two massive corporations with that much influence to come together now we're not talking here like with uh, like a video game company like um microsoft and activision you know bringing together things because that doesn't affect anything outside of video games. It's not good for video games, but you had other companies and stuff doing it. If Apple was to do that, that is a massive global system of coming together that makes them extremely powerful, um, which I don't think they would go. Also, does Apple really want theme parks and cruise lines? You know, they're, they're not really, they've really never really got into that one. Apple TV Plus, they've spent a lot of money on it, but they're not really got serious. There's plenty of other studios and stuff they could do. Now, there's obviously been this connection with Disney and Apple in the past with Bob Iger and Steve Jobs. Disney brought Pixar from Apple and they've been working together for years. They were good friends. And even in his memoir, he's um, recently from Bob Iger, he spoke about the fact that if Steve Jobs was around, that might have been something they did because they kind of align on the same things. I don't think it's really the issue now. I, the amount of money that would be required to do it would be a lot. I don't think it would get through legislation. The simple thing is now, Bob Iger is now streamlining Disney. They are getting themselves ready for for the next sort of the next few years. Linear is what they've been making their money on for decades. But linear, you know, the traditional televisions are dying and they're dying fast. And they're dying, you know, only yesterday there was some news that came out, you know, that now streaming makes up like 37 to 38% of what people watch. Cable is drastically lower and it's lower year on year. And then it's just a, a, an area that is just dropping. It's not getting, it's not growing. It is just getting lower and lower. So they're looking to sell some of their assets. They've obviously got to pay out for um, Hulu later this year. Again, this is something else that gets confused um, because people then you see people saying, oh, they've got to pay 27 billion to Comcast. Like, no, they've got to pay 33% of the valuation of Hulu. So if it was valued at 27 billion, they'd have to pay 33% of that. And even that would be less because according to the contract, if they've been investing less, it would be coming down. So it might be about five, six billion. It might be more than that, depending on the valuation, but that's why you know, they're going to have to put some money together. They could sell off the linear assets, which might be about $8 billion worth. There's also talk of maybe, you know, maybe A&E might be something that they want to streamline. Disney have been going on a complete cutting, as I mentioned with all the ESPN stuff earlier. You know, they've been cutting like 7,000 jobs. They're going to be reducing the amount of international originals they're making. They are streamlining and they're getting smaller because they spent way too much money buying 20th Century Fox. And then we got hit with that pandemic. And the pandemic just caused a huge problem. And then... 
Wall Street then turned around and goes, right, everything that you've been doing so far, yeah, we don't like any of that. We want you to make, we want you to change how you're doing. And it takes years for them to do it. All the studios are suffering right now. Um, we're seeing the same thing with Comcast, are struggling with um, sort of people leaving like traditional cable and like internet packages and stuff. Um, Paramount is all over the place. Rumors of that being sold. Um, Warner Brothers, since they're all the studios are all trying to adapt to a big change in their traditional television and stuff that's doing. So the idea that Apple could come in right now and do it, it probably wouldn't be, is, yeah, like I said, I think the biggest problem now is Apple would not be able to get it through um, litigation for the different countries. I don't think they would want two massive corporations of that size to come together. There's already been problems with other mergers recently and things have been stopped. And I feel like that would be a massive problem. It would be massive to do. Um, yeah, it's, and uh, you know, there's just a lot of problems now for Disney to fix, and it's not just one problem. We're talking multiple issues, which is why Bob Iger had his contract extended. But yeah, there was a lot and a lot of stuff with um, all of this stuff, and I thought, well, there's been a lot of questions about it over the last couple of days, so I thought I'd at least address it in kind of a bit of a rant at the end. But yeah, so no, there's no major news about it. It was literally from someone saying in a rumor in a in a column on bloomberg which is then sped off anywhere um you know again this is where it, you've always got to look at like what he didn't mention any of that if he was talking about selling the business he would he would have he would have been very open about it but i don't think under any circumstances he's not tr looking to sell he's just now trying to streamline the business trying to make it uh, more more stronger in the long run because I do think Disney, I think they overstretched themselves with 20th Century Fox. There's a lot of assets that they did really good and worked really well with it. But since they brought it, a whole, the linear network is completely changing and things are moving so much faster than they probably ever imagined. And yes, yeah, so they're just trying to find buyers to buy stuff. I think, you know, selling, if they can sell 30% of ESPN to another company, they would get billions in for that. If they can sell their 50% stake in... Um, you know, A and E. Maybe that could that could be something that they could do. Or then, you know, I mean, apparently. But and then it's just very, very tricky in terms of all the stuff they're doing, and the, the, it's not easy. And you know, we got the strikes on right now, which are causing more problems for the studios. And ultimately, you know, it's like now the strikes are. I think they might have had an impact as well on the stock prices and stuff, because. You know, the general consensus is, you know, people are not happy with, you know, all the news that's coming out about the strikes, about how the studios treat their workers and stuff and what stuff that they want to get. Yes, you know, things have all got to change. And, you know, until they can come together and come to an agreement on what they're doing and essentially, you know, give the actors and the writers um, more money because that's what they deserve. You know, the whole system has changed and the contracts haven't really reflected that. But that's a whole other thing. But... Yeah, so as regards to, is Disney going to be buying Apple? I, I just can't see it. I think it's just a load of rumours, clickbait, and especially now on things like Twitter, trying to get engagement and trying to get comments and stuff is basically where people make their money. So there's more incentive to come up with rubbish on the internet to try and get more clicks. But there we go. So I thought I'd at least address that one. Anyway, guys, thank you very much for watching. Make sure you go check us out over at whatson at disneyplus.com. Like, follow, and subscribe, and I shall see you guys soon. Laters.